Slice Audio. Season 3, baby. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Lady Year is our year! Skull! <laughs> Why do you do that? Because I love it just as you're about to talk. I'm not- Victory <laughs> is ours! <laughs> Go ahead, sorry, sorry. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Vikings Water Cooler Talk here on your favorite podcast network, as well as KKLS, the Cowboy. What are we going to talk about, Brandon? Oh, we got Major. stuff to talk about because today, um, mm-hmm. today is Tuesday. What's what's the in name? our Fe- world? February what? Yeah, it's the twenty seventh. Is what the kids like to say when we recorded uh, this. And yeah. uh, as the as players and co- I should say coaches and general managers are showing up to Indianapolis to get ready for the NFL Combine. Oh yeah, we got some new information from Quasi and KOC. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, brother. As we get ready for the Combine, and then you kind of want to do a little flashback. That's right. To the mm-hmm. 49ers game because we uh-huh. were going over the time that we played both the Super Bowl teams in the NFL season. Yeah. We had a close game against the Chiefs. We could have won, and then we actually did beat the San Francisco 49ers. So, yeah. I'll let you start that off then, sir. Well, and I'd like to give a, a big, huge skull shout out to Senator Roll. Is that how you say his last name? Senator Roll? I have no huge, idea. He's a huge fan of ours. Oh. Almost as much of a fan of the Vikings. Like more of a fan of us than the Vikings? Than the Vikings. Yeah, it's because we have great collaboration, you and I. Well, and he knows, like, we're pretty cool. Yeah. Because so, we, 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 we do cool things for a living. Yeah, we're pretty cool. We're- Victory is ours. So there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Next year is our year. He's cool. up on that. All the, all the Vikings fans know that. Yeah. yeah. So what we're here to talk about this year is I want to I wanna remind you the two teams that were in the big game, the Super Bowl, was the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> They took essentially second place. Um, but if you ain't first, you're last. That's right. And uh, shake and bake. But And then the Chiefs won. Well, last week, we talked about the Chiefs and how we played them. Because we played both of these teams. We won one. We lost one, essentially. And we almost beat the Chiefs, remember? But we had to beat the Chiefs and the refs. Yep. That turns to be a little too much for the uh, for us Vikings when you got to beat them all. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, when the Niners came to town, you might remember, kids, uh, that would that would be week seven. It would have been October 23rd. Um, it was year, a Monday night. Year of our Lord. And, uh, yeah, it would have been a Monday night football. Primetime Kirk. Yep. He's holding the pigskin. We're down J.J. No uh, J.J. No. Game. Moon's over my hammy issues. He's got, he can't play. Uh so he's sidelined a little bit. We don't know for how long. We're a little concerned of kids. It's okay. We've got our, our rookie Addison out there. We got KJ. We got the Hawk. We got things to do. You know what I mean? And uh, here come the Niners. And, and at that point, we we're all thinking the Niners are possibly the the greatest team in the NFL. You know, uh, that's what my that's what my thought was. Yeah, they just were coming off of a loss to Cleveland, though. Yeah, they just and that was we were like kind of doing the head tilt, like hmm, yeah. Well, Brock Purdy um, kind of looked like uh, Mister Irrelevant, uh, not to quote you, <laughs> I believe. And it, you know, but it was kind of like 
okay, whatever, right? Hey, everybody has their day, so that's fine. We, we won't look past that. They come into town. A little reminder of the game here. I made some notes. Um, uh, highlights early part of the game. Do you remember the time Kirk Cousins threw the ball at Addison, but Ward, I, I can't remember his name. He plays for the Niners defender. Ward took the ball from Addison like a little, he was a little boy, and Ward was a man. <laughs> and, 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 and like, was like, no, son. Go back down to college. This is real man over here. Wow. You know, and Addison was like, no. And it was an interception. And that sucked. We were like, what the heck, Addison? Yeah, because we had problems with turning the balls over yeah, we, in we, the first quarter we, all we, year we, long. We're like, flip, it's week seven. Can we get over this crap? You know, we're like, no. Yeah, like, go dang. Gosh dang it, guys. No. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Niners got the ball. They're marching down the field. Um, guess who turns it over? The Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. turns the ball over. Vikings get the ball back. I don't know what happens after that. We go back and forth, whatever. Um, actually, I think Addison touches, uh, gets a touchdown pass from Cousins. If you remember, uh, Cousins puts a ball right in between two defenders. Addison reaches up and touches it. One of the most beautiful things you're ever going to see. And uh, go ahead, watch those highlights. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Better than any high school girl I've ever thought about dating back when I was in high school. Um, then fast forward into the first half, Addison redemption time. Guess who's guarding them? Ward. Mm-hmm. They're they're hooked together like uh like a couple little mates, like a couple of dogs out on the backyard. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. They're hooked together like that. And here comes Cousins' ball. <clears throat> He's got Bosa all up in his grill, so he can't put the ball where he wants to, but it's kind of still there. All of a sudden, uh, guess who catches it? Ward. But guess who takes it away and grabs his manhood with the football? Addison rips the ball out, leaves Ward in the turf, gives him the deuces, and heads out for what they kids like to call a duh end zone. Boom. Eight seconds left on the clock. Ends the half. I mean, you guys kind of know the rest. The, honestly, the game didn't go much. There was not, not much more to highlight, except for in the fourth quarter when Brock Purdy, trying to catch up to us, Throws two picks, Bynum picking those babies off. That was when our defense was playing really well. Yeah, Kirk was bro. Kirk was playing really well. We all felt like, hey, you know, it sucks we don't have JJ, but this team's fully capable. They just beat one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. And then, of course, I think because it was Week Eight when Kirk, it was the next week against the Packers because yeah. we were fl- we were on hitting true. on all cylinders. Yeah. Defense starting to play great. We still crushed the Packers. That still next crushed week. the Packers, but again, when Kirk went down with his Achilles, yeah, um, <laughs> you, you know the Packers almost come back and win that game, but. We were like, oh no, there no. goes our season. We still beat them by 14. We were killing them so bad. I know. We it were was, we were firing all we were, cylinders. It was 24 to 10 at the end of that Packer game, but That's why we're a cursed football team. But do you guys want to do a do you guys want to do a It's time for a school flashback. This is kind of what we said uh before the Niner game. We hung with the Chiefs and we hung with the Eagles, right? We could have Without our own mistakes, beat either one of those teams. Agreed. Agreed. If the Niners were going to go play either one of those teams, are they going to sit there and say it's a slaughterhouse for the 49ers are easily walking over either one of them? No. They're going to say this is a a game of the week. This is going to be such a good game. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. The 49ers are on paper or as as the standings look better than us. I'm a little nervous as well. 
But at the same token, if we don't lose our game for ourselves, we should be able to hang with them. Yeah, you know it's going to be a one-score game. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. Jesus! I want to just win by 10 points, please! <laughs> like, can we not yeah. do that? I'll, I'd like to win this one even by one point I, or two. I, no, I this game winning. for sure. I want to just win the game as well. And <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That was a... It's time for a school flashback. And that was brought to you by Senator Roll. Uh, I'm just not making that up. Shout I mean, out to Senator shout, Roll. Yeah, shout out to Senator Roll. Senator Thanks for Roll. tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. But, and, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know how I hate living in the past. I don't like talking about the past because no. I want to look forward to the future. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things to look forward to and a lot of questions that the Vikings brass yeah. are going to have to answer for what, us. And what I think, and, and this is going to tie into exactly what you're saying, we brought up the Niner, we brought up the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl teams, they were there. Either one of these teams could have won. Honestly, I think that game kind of came down to who's got the ball last. That was one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in a while if you really like football. It's kind of boring. But it was definitely a defensive battle, back and forth. The Chiefs ended up tanking it, but it, you know it come down to coach and kind of a little player thing, whatever, right? Um, and and I think, but if the Niners would have had a chance, they might have been able to come back and score. You know what I mean? Overtime, it was a good game. Here we are. We stuck with both of those teams last year, and we did not have JJ when we beat the Niners. That's our best player. So, what might be the best player in the NFL? So, fast forward to this next year. We we got to figure out how to get JJ on this team. Oh, do we have a Kirk Cousins or something similar? And what are we doing going forward? And then now you come in here to Studio Four B, telling me <laughs> what I'm telling you that Kirk Cousins will be a Viking. I will go out and say that right wow. now, right here, because then we do a skull flashback. Smack it down, uh, because smack it down. Quasi and Kevin O'Connell addressed the media today at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Mm. They both said that they're at a very, they're getting to a very good place with Kirk, and they've had you know constant conversations back and forth. Kirk wants to be a Viking; they want him to be a Viking. They just need to come up with a friendly deal because obviously we all know Kirk's not our long-term answer, right? He's 36 when the football yeah. season starts. He's coming off of a major injury. We he all know Tom these Brady. things. So if we can get him to two to three years on some decent money mm-hmm. and then he teaches our next guy, yeah, whoever that might be, who I believe we'll be drafting in this draft at number 11 overall or we might be trading up. Mm-hmm. And then also, Quasi and both KOC addressed the rumor that we would be trading JJ. First of all, JJ's still under contract this year. Okay, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, he will be playing with us no matter if we signs a contract recession or not. He still has a fifth year option yeah. next year if we don't get him. Right, franchise tag. This we is his fourth year yeah, out of no. his rookie deal. Yeah. Now, obviously, he deserves real money, and then we can also, if we get an extension for him, we can build more room in our cap if we can sign him to an extension because it won't be such a, a okay. huge hit. Also, we need to figure out what we're going to do with Kirk before his contract expires because if we let the contract expire, yeah, uh, we're going to have a dead money of $26 million hitting our cap. So Oof. we don't want that. Well, 
So before we dive into all this and what the what what's really going to happen, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Vikings Water Cooler Talk. Um, you can find us on social media too, where you'll get to see our pretty faces. And it's just Vikings Water Cooler Talk, whether it's the Insta and or the Facer books. And we'll be right back. So, does your work let you mix in a good time? Ours does, and we'd like to invite you along. My name is Mark, and along with Rob, we persuaded our boss to let us enjoy whiskey at work and create a podcast about it. And guess what? It's been an exciting journey so far. Catch us on Whiskey at Work on your preferred podcast platform. Welcome back to Vikings Water Cooler Talk. What do you say, Stitch? I mean, you've got what's coming up? The Combine? The NFL Combine. So is this it? is where our draft, pro- you know, the prospects for the NFL draft come together. In a, in a skills type where where coaches will evaluate players and they will do interviews uh-huh. and all kinds of stuff to evaluate these prospects coming into the draft. Some of the pros call this underwear Olympics. Uh, yeah, sure. Is this where that one player got kind of got caught with um, you know, like um, uh, running around and you could kind of see like his um. Stop it, Brandon. Okay, <laughs> but. Yes, it's Underwear Olympics at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. But it's fun to watch. Uh, We're going to be obviously watching. Us Vikings fans need to be paying attention to the quarterbacks. Now, I will say that the news came out that the number one draft pick, overall expected to be the number one draft pick, I should say, Caleb Williams from USC, will not be throwing at the Combine. Pansy. And also Drake May, the quarterback from UNC, will not be throwing, but will be doing physical skills and also interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb Williams is going to wait until his pro day, and I believe Drake May is going to wait until his pro day as well hmm. to throw the football. You know, I don't know. I go back and forth on stuff like that. Dude, if I'm a, if I'm a football player or if I'm that good at something, dude, I'm just itching for a reason to go toss the skins, you I, know? I know. I, that's why but, I feel like I feel that Caleb Williams, in my heart of hearts, as a football fan— now, I am not an NFL analyst. I don't evaluate players. Yeah. But sometimes you watch things and you and you think, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on things. And for some reason, I feel like Caleb Williams, because he's, he, he, there's so many things that scream bust to me. Yeah. The, all the hype he's getting. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really play that well this past year. To me, I, the, the, I watched three games. Mm-hmm. And one game he threw three picks. Another game, they, they, I think they lost all three games. Yeah. But the problem is, is that UNC or USC, sorry, didn't have a great defense, so he had to throw the ball a lot. You know what I mean? I just don't see him being what everybody is saying he's doing. But this is the most highly evaluated quarterback and highly touted quarterback since Andrew Luck. Now mm. Andrew Luck obviously had a, a great career, but retired early yeah. for reasons whatever. Yeah. Um, but he never had he never really he didn't make a Super Bowl run or anything like that. These highly drafted quarterbacks, you know, it's very rare that you find a Patrick Mahomes. And he wasn't even drafted number one overall. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's hard to find a number one overall quarterback that actually is successful in this league. Yeah, man. So I say stay away from Caleb Williams, even if you're the Chicago Bears. You have Justin Fields, who I think is very capable. I think he is, too. I think you trade back and you get Marvin Harrison Jr., who's the best receiver that the draft has seen in a long time, since Justin Jefferson, probably. Yeah. Um, That's who I would go for if I was the Chicago Bears. But I'm also not a GM, and I'm sitting here next to a water cooler. But that's just my opinion, Brandon. This thing keeps chugging, too. And it's like, I I look at it like that as well. 
honestly, all these quarterbacks could line up in a crowd, and if they're like, Brandon, I'll give you a million dollars if you could tell me the name of every one of these quarterbacks, and I'm going home broke. That's what I'm you telling know, I'm you. You, like, need to do your, you need to do some hey, research hey, this weekend. Watch the combine a little bit. You know, my thing is, is like, show me the last time a number one quarterback went to the Super Bowl. Well, hold on. Sam Bradford. As a backup quarterback to Brock Purdy, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like Sam Bradford was it? What or isn't that? Or not Sam Bradford? Uh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Well, he was he over number one overall. It was like yeah, he probably was. He I think he was to the Jets, and they and they went it went down their leg, <laughs> and they. I mean, he is a great quarterback. But what I'm saying is, if the quarterback and the system and the and the coaches don't line up. It's about as good as you know, up a rope. You know what I mean? Like it, it down and up the wind. You're, it's not going to work. You know yeah. what I mean? And, I know. And, I know. And if the things don't line up, and also I'm leaning on this water cooler, and the jug's getting lower, and I'm just like, obviously, you've seen this stuff happen time and time again, and I'm just like, I think, I and I've bad. talked about this before, but the the names that you need to pay attention for us mm-hmm, as Vikings mm-hmm, fans mm-hmm. is Jaden Daniels. From LSU, Michael Penix Jr. Mm -hmm. from Washington, Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy. Those are the four I think that we'll target. I think we'll stay away from Caleb Williams, obviously, because he's going to go number one. Bo Nix scares me because of that movie Draft Day with uh, Kevin (laughs) Costner. Isn't that that guy? Wasn't there a dude on there named Bo Nix on that movie? And so he's got like a bad deal from the movie. That scares me. Uh, But other than that, yeah. And Drake May to me feels like he's like a an un, like Mason Rudolph from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh yeah, and he's oh, there's been a, guy. a career backup. There's a guy I feel bad for. I yeah. feel bad for Mason Rudolph. Homeboy's just sitting there. I feel bad for him. He comes in this last year and does so much better, and he still probably won't start this next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the team looked so much better at the end when he came in, yet he will not be rolled out this next year as a starter as the Steelers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know, right? What the frick? Yeah. Put some love into the guy. I just want to go over some number one quarterbacks drafted. Come at me. 2004, quarterback Eli Manning. Drafted mm-hmm. by the Chargers. Obviously, he didn't want to play for the Chargers. Yeah. Got traded to the Giants. Ended up winning two Super Bowls. But he's smart enough to know that he's like, no. The coach and the Chargers and me don't line up. This is not where we need to be. Send me out of here. Yep. Boom, he gone. It worked out. Uh, 2005, Alex Smith never played in a Super Bowl, but did have a pretty good NFL career. Yep, yep. Um, And then, of course, had broke his leg, which was pretty gruesome. 2007, one of the biggest draft busts of all time, Jamarcus Russell. Never even heard of that guy. 2009, so there's two... How many years is that? Two years after Jamarcus Russell, Matthew Stafford goes one. And then he, of course, had to be traded to the Matthew Rams. Matthew Stafford had a resounding like, career. I mean, it's like, come on, bro. He carried the Lions around like wildly. You know what I mean? Him and he, he had the, the receiver, the the one, the mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. I'm brain farting. And, and oh, you talking about Calvin Johnson? Yes. Megatron? Yeah. Megatron. And he carried him. Those two carried that team. They for did the years. best they could. Yeah, for years. And, and years. it's like you just, I've never felt so bad. Uh, the year after that, 2010, Sam Bradford, of course, just had a, 
He didn't have a great career, let's say that. Very injury-riddled. Degenerate knees. 2011, Cam Newton, he played in a Super Bowl. Lost, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Denver Broncos took it from him. 2012, Andrew Luck, of course. <laughs> we talked about Andrew Luck. 2015, Jameis Winston was the number one quarterback. Oofta, and we know how kind of a well, career he's had. He's too busy eating his fingers. W, let's eat it. Ah. 2016, Jared Goff did play in the Super Bowl, has lost, huh? and then played in the NFC Championship I game. I kind of feel bad for Jared Goff, also too. Also lost. I like Jared Goff. Baker Mayfield, your boy, 2018. I that like was two years after Jared. Um, and, you know, he's been a kind of played with four different I, teams since then. We'll see what happens. Kyler Murray, your favorite. Baseball player in 2019. Yeah. What is he doing? Joe Burrow will win a Super Bowl, I will say that, 2020. Uh, no, he's he's the next, uh, what's the dude from the Dolphins? And he was Tua? also on. No, oh, Dan no. Marino? He's the next Dan Marino. Oh, that's that's a hot take, bud. I, I think he's the next Dan Marino. That's a hot man, take. Where Joe- it's like, you were at the end of his career, like, no way. Yeah, that no. guy is amazing. Joe Burrow is it. the last quarterback drafted number one, it looks like, since 2020. Yeah, man. So, so they're dying breed, bro. You spend all that money on those guys, and you should. Actually, I apologize. This article is from 2021, so there might have been another. I can't think of it right off the top of my head. But either way, I'm just saying there's not drafting a number one quarterback isn't always successful. No, I mean, uh, who was in the Super Bowl last year? Mister Irrelevant and Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I don't know where Patrick Mahomes was drafted, but I want to say it was like fifth round. No, it was like. I think it was 15th overall. It was in the first round. But oh, really? Oh, for some either reason, that I or the it was second later. Round. I just thought it was later, and like they were always, they were like, "Oh, here's nothing." But he, he sat behind Alex Smith, and it was like, sorry, dude, ten, 10th overall. Oh, well, that's way up there. But still, I mean, they're like, "Oh, here's a kid that's got a cannon and just needs a little help with his footwork, and you know, maybe he'll come around." But I, I really think. There's a guy that's like he's got a really good coach, obviously, and a, a good system that kind of lined up. You know, he's a good quarterback, obviously, and when you have that kind of a coach that's willing to work with the quarterback, not against it. You know, what I mean, like well, and Pat- you do my system or you don't. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. And Patty's improvisational skills oh. are top notch. Oh man, obviously. Um, but anyways, I like going back to our quarterbacks that I think that we should be looking forward to. And I don't know if we're going to dra- trade up or if we're going to sit there at 11. That will be yet to be seen. Yeah. Um I you know, I think we should stay where we're at. And honestly, maybe we don't draft a quarterback in the first round cuz we could still probably get JJ McCarthy or Bo Nix in the second round. And, yeah. and and then number 11, we go after our D end or an offensive lineman maybe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we might lose Daniil Hunter. I doubt we keep him because people are going to pay him some big money, and yeah. we want to pay JJ. Yeah, you no. know what I mean. So we're going to need a DN replacement, and we have a lot of free agents on the defensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's a lot of questions. Do we take that quarterback right away? I think you know. I think we probably will, but should we? I don't know. Well, in our closing minutes here, you know what still kind of chaps me. Yeah. And I mean, I think we did great last year, but all things playing out. Now, you can't go back and change time. Last year, time's ticking. Things are going by. I think we had one, maybe two chances, but I'm not 100% sure. Definitely one good chance at Will Levis. (laughs) And I'm not saying that, oh, he's the answer to all our problems, but if Will Levis could have sat behind Kirk Cousins this whole last year, 
and hopefully, you know, then he would have had to come in. Will Levis didn't do too bad on the Titans, and our team, I think as a whole, is is similar, maybe even better than the Titans, if you look at that. Our receiving core, don't the Titans have D-Hop? They got uh, that running back is a lot better than but I mean, they've got you know just this last year, things are going to be different going forward. Because they got Derrick Henry, had Derrick Henry, uh, you know things like that. And it's like if we would have had that as our backup QB, I, I, I don't know. Uh, those are things where I'm like, dang. And then here we go into this draft, looking at these QBs again. I don't know who the heck these other QBs are. You tease me about looking into them. I can't pick them out of a lineup sitting next to D Ray, and I I'm like. I don't know. You know, they could be, you know, sitting next to, you know, Senator Roll, and I I don't know. Um, But I'm just saying, we might have had the answer to our question last year. But then again, no, might have had just another problem. Stop it. Now, I was a kind of a, I was a, I I did, was like, you know, if we're going to take one, let's look at Will Levis because I think he was talented enough. But Tennessee's offense, he, he, our offense is so complicated, and you have to throw the ball a lot. Tennessee is a run-first offense, yeah. which helps a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, be successful. Yeah, and he might not be smart enough. I, I'm not saying he would. Not I, like I don't even not know. Like he's dumb, but I I'm just saying know. like. No, I, but this is – I mean, obviously we passed on a quarterback last year. We took Jaron Hall, you know, because it was a development project because we thought Kirk was going to be our guy for the, you know, the the year and then, you know, give us an opportunity. Yeah. And he played great football until he got hurt. So yeah. now we know the situation. Kirk's old. We have to re-sign him for a few years. We draft our guy. We sit that guy until Kirk is done, and then we move forward. Nick Mullins, is he coming back? No. Is uh, What about, do you think, uh, Jaron Hall? Is he going to? Well, he's under a rookie contract. I, so yes. I know, but do you think he's going to make possible – competition for third string emergency quarterback he'll have to yeah kind of thing or do you think he'll be down on that practice squad yeah he'll be a third stringer for sure for sure because nick mullins won't come back and we need to have uh, an emergency quarterback. nick mullins looked pretty good as our backup though he understands the system yeah but he also threw a lot of interceptions he sure did which lost us games in cincinnati yep and other games towards the end of the year where we were pushing to try to make the playoffs yeah so. very true e- but he, he, yep well a lot of questions to be answered, Brandon, and I think they will be answered over the next couple of weeks. Again, remember the big date, March 13th, is when free agencies kick off. Yeah, bro. And that's when we'll know a lot of dominoes will fall. We'll start having more information about where we're thinking about as far as going with the draft. Obviously, signing Kirk or not signing Kirk is going to give us a big indication of what we'll be doing, and we'll learn more about that as we get closer as well. Pay attention to the NFL Combine this weekend for those quarterbacks to see who you like, maybe, and talk to us about it. Hit us mm-hmm. up on those socials. Yeah, yeah, slide in our DMs. Let's go, Vikings! Yeah, let's go out of this, baby. Skull! Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up. Fight, 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 go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for more. Beat, fight, beat, fight, and shoot, and score. Vikings, let's go! 
Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.